We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gyramangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. So I'm annoyed about something. Starting out strong. Positive vibes right from the head. <laughs> you know our DNM theme song? Mm. Besties gather round and join us for a DNM sotto voce. Sotto voce. Well, we recorded that quite a while ago. Like two months ago? A whole two months ago. And do you know what's trending on Instagram Reels now? Bum, 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 bum. The Christmas song. Yeah, I know, but I, I'm annoyed. Yes. Well, I think it's okay. Why? It's like subliminal marketing for our Apple show. See, I feel like it makes us look on a ridge. Oh, and you mm. love to be a ridge. Well, I just like to feel... Original for those not playing at home. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just... I like to be on our own path, yeah. you know? I feel like it's now oversaturating our oh, song. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Look, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. Nothing. So Whinge about it on Whinge FM. Yeah. I reckon it's fine. Do you know what, Revs? What, babe? I feel better now I got it off my chest. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I'm just holding space. It's just been taking up real estate in my brain. And oh. now that I've got it out, I feel so much better. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> Shall we start the episode? Yes. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Reeves. Hello, how goes thee? The- it, this is a new thing that what? you're like, how goes thee? Yeah. Thy goest well. Look, you can respond in Shakespearean prose if you prefer. Yeah. I, I, I mean, let's, we need to mix it up. Why? I don't know. How goes thee? It's like very esoteric. What would you prefer? How what would you? What would you have me do? What? What would you have me do? How, how you going, babe? Oh, God. How pedestrian. What's cooking in your soup? No. All right. Crickets. Just throwing ideas out there. Don't worry about it. All right. Let me just bring it back as basic as it can be. How are you? I'm so good, babe. Oh, good. I'm I'm pleased to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving this warmer weather. Oh, aren't we all? It's the ultimate mood lifter. Dude, did you hear the news? They think La Nina wrapping up in November. Okay. So I spoke to the good mum about this. Oh, no. The good mum always. No, no, no. Something no one on the potty knows about the good mum is she's a pessimist. Love her to pieces. No, No, she is. She prepares herself for the worst so that she's delightfully surprised if it goes the other way. All right. She's not someone who's like, did you? Did you hear? She'll ha- she'll prepare herself for rain all summer, so that she's like, oh my god, it didn't rain today, and she can be happy. But you know, it doesn't work like that, good mum. All right. Well, I said to the good mum, I heard on the project, yep. that La Nina, La Nina, La Nina might be dissipating, and she said, oh babe, that's just a soundbite marketing ploy. Marketing by who? God? No, by the news. Right. Like slow news day. I know. Let's get people chatting about La Nina. Let's give false hope. Why do you say La Nina like you're Latina? Because <laughs> you know how the spelling has the little... Yeah, what's that called? I don't know. Oh, but we it, should know. We should know. We're so uneducated and we uncultured, are. but I do... Yeah. Because it makes it yeah, right? So yeah. instead of being La Nina, yeah. it's La Nina. Yeah. La Nina. I love it. <laughs> what was the accent you had to do in drama school? 
Cuban. Cuban. Can so we hear some? DLs, just for context. When I was in third year at WAPA, Western Australian Academy of Performing Arts, mm-hmm. there's a mouthful. Represent. Yep. One of our assignments for the year is that you get assigned an accent. An accent that you could genuinely be cast in. Because yes. they're trying to, at this point in third year, they're trying to like arm you with some skills to go out into the industry. Correct. So you're not going to get like, you wouldn't get, I don't Swedish. know. Swedish. <laughs> Flemish. <laughs> the Scando accents. No. Yeah. So I was given Cuban and what you have to do for this assignment is you have to find someone who has the purest form of that accent and interview them. And then you have a sheet of vowels and consonants and words and sentences for them to say, which cover every single vowel or diphthong or pronunciation so that you can then extrapolate what you need from that accent to then apply it to any script. Yeah. So trying to find someone from Cuba in Australia was not easy. No. Thankfully, it was uni holidays and I was in Thailand. And would you believe there was a Cuban band? I remember. Performing at the Hard Rock Cafe. Why were you at the Hard Rock Cafe? No, I, no, I sniffed them out. Oh, right, right, right. I called. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck are you doing at the Hard Rock Cafe? Revs, I called the Cuban consulate. Oh my God. To see if they're, yeah. Wow. You were such a dedicated student. I forget this side of you. (laughs) Now you have a team that does shit for you. (laughs) But I remember there was a time when you used to like, I don't know, do the work. Yeah. Once upon a studious gem time. (laughs) It was a thing. Yeah. Anyway, rocked up to the Hard Rock Cafe. I met this awesome chick from Havana. Havana. And I sat down with her and interviewed her and, um. Come on, give a spin. Give us a little taste. Uh, so in Havana, we like to do dancing. We do hip hop, and uh, we we also like to sing. Uh, you know, sometimes we like to. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know. It's quite close to Thai in a lot of ways. No, 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 no. no? Okay, no. no. It's more like Just the soft endings. Well, I mean, it, I, her she was very sweetly, softly spoken. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, for me, it has Mexican vibes. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, you know, we like to go we, and we like to dance the hip hop, that kind of vibe. Yeah, but even the way you say hip hop, what's hip hop in Thai? Have you said it in Thai accent? Hip hop. Yeah, I don't know. Don't you think? Yeah, right. It's a bit of a in Thai. You'd say sometime mm. <laughs> we like to dance hip hop and jazz and funk. And contemporary. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> Jem will not roll this character out because she's concerned it might get her cancelled. But Jem has a character called Nock, mm-hmm. who is like her Thai alter like, ego. Thai alter ego. And she's like works in a nail salon and does a bit of nannying and is just like a, like a really bolshy Thai lady. And she's the best. And we love Nock. Like mm. we ask for Nock to come out. We say, <laughs> Nock, Nock. Who there? <gasps> it's Nock. She back. She back. <laughs> she back and she bad. See, this is the thing with cancel culture and comedy, the way things are going, there's no room for nuance. Mm. And I feel for comedians because Ricky Gervais talks about woke comedy and how shit woke comedy is. Mm -hmm. And his view is, well, if we want equality for everyone, then we are all inclusive. And his view is I take the piss out of the middle-aged white man just as much as I would the disabled person. But Mm -hmm. then it's that you're punching down thing. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't agree with. No. And I think Ricky Gervais does it well because he's intelligent Mm -hmm. and he, he does punch 
around. <laughs> he, he like equally discriminates against everyone. That's his take. Yeah, but um, it's tricky. Like it I, is. I don't find Chappelle funny anymore. I'm no, like, neither. You know what? Like I, I, people do, and people will defend him till the end of time. But I'm like, yes, frankly, a rape joke's not funny to me. Not. Just it's just not. Like and I, I don't want to cancel him, but I'm also like, it's not for me. That's not entertaining. I don't get a giggle. I'm actually like, no, nah, not funny. I bristle and I'm offended, dude. Can I? It's not not spawn time, but Eliza Slerzinger's new stand-up. It's on Netflix. It's so good. Okay. I have loved all of her specials, but this one is so, – she just gets millennial women. Mm. She just gets us. I've only seen the short, so I'm actually really excited to hear you talk about this because I've been – it's on my to-watch list. I'm actually going to watch it again. It's that oh, funny. Wow. Yeah, it's like Ali Wong, you know. Love like it's Ali just Wong. Like a straight from the hip, like salty bitch, just like giving it realness about millennial women. It's mm. so good. She's had a baby now. She's married, like – She's just our kind of funny. Anyway, it's on Netflix as special. Mm. So, so funny. She talks about how everyone's got like this sad bra. That oh, you've God, had, can that, relate. That you've had for like 10 years. I'm and wearing just, it right now. It, like she And everyone, and like the way she describes it, I was like, yeah, I've got one of those. And she just keeps going and you're like, yes, that is sad bra. That is sad bra. And she talks about how it's only the middle hook that's doing all the yes. work. And the color, all the sad bras are in this one color. Gray. Only comes in one color that can be described as like a purpley gray. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, yep. yes. Anyway, I'm butchering her jokes. I want to ruin it. But she's so funny. What a great not spawn. And she doesn't punch down on anyone. She's not hurting anyone. She's not making taking the piss of anyone except like us, mm. like millennial women, like herself. It's good. Really, really good. But she's also quite, she is political. She gets into some stuff, but like so good. So what's your thoughts? We weren't planning to go down this track, but I'm genuinely interested because you know how now it's offensive if you wear something of a different culture. Yeah, yeah. See, I feel really torn about this because... Is cultural identity reserved only for the OG culture bringers? I think Do you know it what I mean depends by that? on the culture. I understand this idea of cultural appropriation yeah. and how that's inappropriate. Yeah. But I I wouldn't be offended if someone donned a traditional Thai outfit. Mm. I'd almost be proud that I could identify that as I being part of my culture. I think that's probably because your experience hasn't been one of oppression, but then people like the pretty Thai fabric, which I think mm. is what like African-American people, it's like, oh, we're slaves and downtrodden and discriminated against. Oh, but you like our hairstyles and mm. you're just going to take that bit, but not give us equal rights. Mm. I think that's the tension. Yeah, okay. Um, and that's why I think, you know, no one gets upset if you want to throw a Swedish midsummer lunch because they're not historically oppressed people so it's not like cherry picking the parts of the culture you want to celebrate and and discriminating against other parts okay i think it's a little bit like you got to have some common sense about it totally yeah i mean it's like how you wouldn't start talking in an asian accent and trying to be funny about it and yet i would have been high school oh absolutely would have been totally funny and fine to make that joke totally exposed to that in high school yeah you were it was something I really struggled with because Asian jokes were a thing. They were in the 90s. Hunji P. Yeah. And I would laugh to fit in and almost lean into that sort of character trope. Mm-hmm. But then there was always that part of me in the back of my brain that was thinking, oh, but this is my dad. Yeah, this is my culture. Yeah. Like my dad is these this. He does have an Asian twang and yeah. he's not the best driver, <laughs> you know? <laughs> He just satisfies a lot of the Asian cliches. Yeah. So I can't deny that. But then I'm like, hmm, does feel like a punch down. But I had a whole cultural identity crisis growing up where I tried to reject 
my Asian culture and growing up as someone half Asian with a blonde, blue-eyed mother, mm. I really wanted to be her yeah. growing up. Yeah. And not not because someone told me no. that that was better, but it's just everything that you're exposed to in the world says that being white, blonde and blue-eyed is better. It's this is in the 90s. Goal. Yeah. Yeah. And it only took until my mid to late 20s where I was like, no, I fucking love being half Asian yeah but it was a journey well and also you grew up in Asian culture where it was celebrated well like you know there was skin whitening Mm. and the fact that you were Eurasian gave you status because you had half whiteness Mm. so you you would have absorbed it from all the different cultures you were a part of Mm. that whiteness was preferred yeah it was very confusing Mm. growing up and even more confusing growing up in a school where there was an Asian clique Mm, you know we had an Asian group of girls that I dipped my toe into because there was a fellow full Thai girl Mm. in that group but then there was also a mix of Koreans Japanese Chinese Chinese. but I was kind of weirdly accepted in the fold of the Caucasian (laughs) group of girls Mm. but felt I don't know it was a it was a strange existence because I came from an international school where literally it was melting pot like I'm not exaggerating I I had Indian friends. I hope it wasn't friends. literally a melting pot. No, it was a literal melting that pot. That would be um, like we're dangerous. All slowly dying in lava. <laughs> and melt you down to make the ultimate UN representative. <laughs> um, but also, you went to Thai school and were shunned. Yeah, so I experienced it in the opposite way. But I was shunned by some people because I was this weird halfy kid. Mm-hmm. But then to some other people, I was novel. Yeah. Well, so I was yeah. one or the other. I, and no, I remember, novel's not right. You know, no, it's offensive. It is offensive. Yeah, to be novel. Yeah, but there was like a PE teacher who I could tell I was a favourite. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, but then a lot of the students didn't like me because I was different. Because of otherness. Otherness, yeah. Interesting. Anyway, it was a confusing time. But I think what I'm proud of now is I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. About my colouring. No. The weird thing was, was I was prepared to have children that looked more like me and wanted them to fully mm. embrace and own who they are with confidence. Their Thai culture. It's but like, instead, what Thai culture? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a shame, really. I think if I had a third, maybe I'd get a full Asian throwback kid. They just look so much like your husband. I mean, Iggy looks a bit like you. Iggy's my clone. He's yeah, just yeah. a different colouring. All the colouring is mm. Rooney. Mm. And Rafa is your... Like, her face is turning into his face. Is it? It's wild. I can't see it personally, but I don't doubt it's what you're seriously saying. seriously like one of those apps or filters where you face swap. Like, her mm. face is morphing into his face. Mm. It's like, it's wild and I see all your in-laws children they look the same like the Rooney gene Mm. and it's interesting because it's paternal in your family but your husband has two sisters Mm -hmm. so there's obviously other external family paternal genes coming in but it must just be the original Celtic Rooney gene that is strong Mm. because all the cousins they all have a similar vibe. Do you reckon? Oh, yes. See, so I'm too strong. close to it. I can't see it. There's like a Rooney mould that all the babies must pass through. How funny. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's, fascinating. it's like you and the other in-laws don't get a look in. Yeah. Anyway. There you go. Because <laughs> Rafa used to look like your mum and she still has elements. Yeah. Like her gait and like a bit of her physicality and stuff. But honestly, she's just her face is your husband's face. Anyway, I'll get a call from the good mum after this airs and she'll be like, no, it's not. <laughs> But anyway, subjective, subjective. Anyway, you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for, darling? Speaking of daughters, my daughters, 
now intense need to have her hair perfect before she goes to school every day. Oh, God. It's such a shit way to start the day. I mean, I identify, baby girl. I get it. You want to look fly going into school. You know, you want to look cute. You want to feel good leaving the house, right? I get it. We all, I, I remember caring about what my hair was doing. In my day, it was a flippy high pony and I wanted no bumps and no strands hanging out, like really slicked back and, you know, that whole thing. No, she wants like a cool French roll clip in her hair with like bits out at the front oh, and God. like this whole scenario. God, that's a real 90s vibe return. Hardcore 90, 90s vibe. She literally said that to me. She's like, I'm going for a 90s vibe. I was like, where did you hear that? And she said, YouTube. <laughs> But I'm like, she can't actually communicate to me exactly what she wants. Like, and I, I prep her. So this morning, 7am, we don't leave the house till 8.45. Okay. 7am. I'm like, babe, how do you want your hair this morning? She's like, um, out. I was like, you know, you can't have it out. Oh really? No. Wait, what? You can't have it out. At all? You're not supposed to. A lot of groms do. Sorry. I feel virginal to this world of school. man. Like the nits just get, just get you. Okay. (laughs) Right. So I don't want her to have it out either because, like, it just looks scrappy. Like, mm. put your hair up. <laughs> brush uh, it. Brush it for fuck's sake. Um, anyway, so I was, like, prepping her at seven. I'm like, hey, I was, like, preempting the fight that we've had many, many times. And I was like, well, how do you want your hair today? Um, out. No, you can't have it out, so pick a style. Uh, I, wanted it, I want it out. I just want it out. I just want it to be how it is. And she gets it exactly how it is and then doesn't want it to move. And oh, I'm like, honey this, you're about to go on the fucking monkey bars. Like, let's do a hairstyle. Anyway. I'm like, how about half up, half down? Because I feel like it fulfills everything. It yes. feels a little bit out. It's a bit back. Still pretty. <laughs> and that's passable at school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Eileen's hair is quite long now. Look, it's a public school. Nothing's going to happen. I'm not going to get a letter home. I'm not, she's not going to get in trouble mm. if her hair's out. I don't want nits in my house. No, I, I get that. But then I start getting a little manipulative, don't I? I'm like, you want to be debating captain? You want to go for a prefect? Do you want to be on the PWSA netball team? You're not going to get chosen for these positions if you're not following the school rules. Because <laughs> I was desperate, Jim. Babe. I was clutching. I mean, but I knew that would speak to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's ambitious. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, I did five different hairstyles. We did plaits. We did piggies. We did space buns. We did half up, half down. We did a classic ponytail. All in one morning? Oh, yeah. Do you know how, how exhausting? Many... It was exhausting. And I've got press-on nails on, okay? I don't like working with the elastics too hard. I was like, I lost a pinky nail. Oh, shame. Right? Like, come on. I'm the victim here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it was a massive fight. It ended in massive tears. And I went, you know what? Fine. Wear it out. Pulled the, <gasps> pulled the ponytail out. The elastic snapped. She was in tears. I was like, I don't care anymore. I let do whatever you want. Like fully bratted out on her. She was crying. Teddy's standing there like a deer in the head. Like no, but blinking. you know what? Sometimes you have to do that. You hit your limit. I know, but I felt bad. I snapped. Of course you felt bad. You're a mum. I've done five hairstyles. No, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I lost it at Rafa last night because I tucked her into bed five times. On the sixth time, I was like, go to bed. Go to bed. It's adult time. It's quarter to nine. Go to bed. No, not quarter to nine. And I lost it at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she got the message. That's the worst part. Like, she actually got the message that time. I just, I struggle with, so it's my, I had my off weekend last weekend. I didn't see them all weekend. So I've had five days without them. It was the first day back here with me. You just wanted it to be good. I just didn't want, I don't want to like go off at a, you know, like it's like we have to almost like settle into our next stretch of time together. I don't know. I felt really fucking shit about it, but also like my baby girl is turning into a bloody preteen. She cares about this stuff. And like, she's like me, she has a vision 
And she wants it to be right. Which she I, wants I, you to fulfill it. And I identify with that and I do get it. I'm not like, it's not important. I get it. I get when you want to look a certain way to present to the world and you turn up and feel good and all that stuff. Yeah, but when you've been her hair bitch five times over, you're <laughs> For like, an hour. fucking got an expiration date. And then it's 8.50 and we're late and she's yeah. crying. And I'm like, are you kidding? I preempted this at 7 a.m. And literally tonight I'm going to give her Pinterest on her iPad and go find me some refs, <laughs> pull some references so I can prepare. And then I will try and do the hair you want. Or like, let's pick a signature style mm. that's going to mm. be your like summer look. Do you know what I love for Isla, which I saw in her birthday video? Space buns. The space buns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really suits it her. It suits her. She's got, like, she's got a cute pixie face. Yeah, and when yeah. her hair's up like that, it just what It balances out somehow. It's it just cute. looks extra cute. I know. I'm try- I'll am i pitch that to her. I'll be like, mm. Arnie Jam reckons space buns. Yeah. What do you reckon? She might anyway, listen. This morning I was just thinking it's going to be a long fucking 10 years, you know, if I have to get her to 18. Oh, babe, she'll be doing her own hair in no time. Can she just learn her own hair? I have very vivid memories of moving to Australia. For context, DLs, prior to living in Australia, I lived in Thailand and we had live-in au pairs. That's just part and parcel with life in Thailand when I was living there. And my amazing, amazing au pair, Bun Chu, who's like a second mother to me, she used to do my hair every day and she could do inside out French braids and all the fancy Fandango head styles. And when I moved to Australia, it was all on my mum. Mm, and and she, she'd never done it before. She'd never done it before. Oh my and God. It, was, it was a daily fight. Yeah. And mum couldn't do your basic ponytail. Oh my God. And I remember having a meltdown before going to school because she just couldn't get it smooth. Oh my God. The, the bumps. The bumps. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know how like you brush it smooth, but then when you go to tie yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. the other side ripples. The pain. And go, the oh. pain. And I've got an awkward crown. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Just on one side of my head or cow's leg. What is it called? Crown? I cow's don't know. Leg? I don't know. You know what I'm talking I about. Know. You got a weird headline. Yeah. Yes. Well, she takes a long time with her outfits too. She wants her outfits to be right. And like she gets over things and she likes things to fit a certain way and look Hold a certain up. way. Is she not in a uniform? Yeah, but on the weekends. It's, okay. the, same, it's the same theme. You Thank know? God that's only two days a week. And I love seeing her feel herself. Do you mm. know what I mean? When she nails it. Like, and I get it. It's fun. Like, and I always say, this is my parenting philosophy. Say things over and over and over again until they just become like a catch cry in your mm-hmm. house. And one thing I've always said to her is like, it doesn't matter how you look, but it does make you feel good and it's fun. And she says that to me now. She's like, but mom, it makes you feel good when you look good. And I'm like, yeah, I know you're right. I know you're right, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Go to school. Hypocrite. I know. Just can't you be cool with a low pony like every other basic eight-year-old? <laughs> Why do you need a personal identity every day of the week because she's your daughter i know that's why anyway it's just gonna be a long it's gonna be a long time yeah strap yourself in babe but you know what she will learn to do her own hair because that's what i was forced to do yeah right because your mum just couldn't deliver she couldn't deliver Mm. and i didn't have youtube then no there's a lot of self-tutorials in the mirror trial and error what about like ballet buns and things could nail a ballet bun she could do that no me oh i had to learn to nail that from a very young age age 11 (gasps) because mum couldn't get that right either you know it's just not her strength it's not in her wheelhouse to do other people's hair and that's okay that's okay that is okay speaking of mothers yeah if i may pivot for a moment go for it so last week's episode was quite the hit yeah. It was sexy. It was. Mm. Who was the one person I didn't want to listen? <laughs> Your mum. No. No, no, no. Your mother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, and you, guess. You didn't want her to hear about you banging her son in the car park. Don't say it again. <laughs> well, I got a t- 
text from her. Oh, no. Tuesday morning. Oh, my God. When does the episode drop? 5 a.m. Tuesday morning. And uh, do you know what it said? What? Like, all power to her. All she said was, loved my mention on the potty this morning. Oh, my God. That's all she had to say. She didn't have to say, so I listened to the podcast. (laughs) I just went, dun, dun, dun. Earth, swallow me up. Oh, my God. I mean... This is the good work we do here, mm. you know, is we put our it's own a lot of self-sacrifice guys. pride aside for the good chats. But you know what I love about my mother-in-law? She was so cool about it. Yeah, yeah. She's well, like, I mean, oh, babe. Again, the jig is up. You yeah. have children. You've had sex with her son. Yeah. Yeah. Then I get a text from my sister-in-law. Okay. <laughs> She's like, so here I am just listening to the podcast. And then I hear about a car sex story oh. about my brother and my sister-in-law. <laughs> I actually responded to Did you to say her. your mum was cooler about this than you? How old are you? Okay, boomer. <laughs> it did make me giggle. I literally replied to her and I said, I'm less worried about you hearing about it. I'm more worried about the fact that your mum listened to it. Thank yeah. you very much. Yep. And she replied back with a laughing, crying emoji. <laughs> Thanks for supporting my podcast, family. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Thanks for clocking up our downloads. We're happy to have you here. It is funny that we're like, when people don't, when people are like, what do you do or whatever? And you're like, I have a parenting podcast. It sounds so wholesome. <laughs> but really, it's really, we should be honest. It's a blowjob vibrator, like sex in the car park podcast. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. There's enough parenting shit out there. Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? I do not have time for you. Me? Yes, you. Keeping Americano away from me. I'm not keeping him away from you. Bullshit. Weeks and weeks ago, you were like, I really want you to meet him. And I'm like, great. Don't remember that conversation. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> Look, I get it. Busy schedules. You have the kids on every other weekend. So time is limited. But and I'm greedy. I like to keep him to myself. Oh, God. We're only freshly dating. You, how long are you going to pull that line? <laughs> For a It'll while. be like two years into the relationship <laughs> and she'll be like, we're still just fresh. I mean, we're in that- the love bubble. We're in the honeymoon period. Yeah, but with our bloody terrible schedules, mm. we only get like one and a half days a week where we can hang. But, you know, this guy's he's he's a signif. Signif. He's a signif other, you signif know. other. And I don't know him. I haven't met him. I mean, I, I've heard about him, mm. but I've only heard your side. Oh. I want to hear his side. All right. Well, let's tee up a dinner or some shit. Oh. Mm. <laughs> There's Cinderella with her birds again. The bluebirds on the window sill. Can we actually, speaking of Americana, I've got a bone to pick with all men. Oh, all right. <laughs> Jesus. Whiplash over yeah, here. Sorry. No, but. Do you know what I was reminded of on Saturday? What? So I got taken on a beautiful classic date night, which was lovely. We had Saturday together. We went for a walk. We did. went to the beach, had a swim, first swim of the season. So much fun, lovely day. And I was like, fuck, it's like three o'clock. Like we were going to get the 4.50 ferry or something. And I was like, I need a good hour to get ready. He's like, you don't need an hour. I'm like, I do need an hour. He's like, you don't. Just have a shower and then we'll put your dress on and we'll go. And I was like, oh, oh Says come on. every man ever. Like, do you not know women yeah. <laughs> you know anyway we come home we're getting ready or whatever he's like got his shit ready to chuck on 
have a shower or like he tries to start funny business with me and I'm like I need time like the mm. hair needs drying the hair needs curling the hair needs spraying oh you went hair curling well, yeah this is my thing see for me that's like elevation level right there well, like you if don't really do that I don't do it my arms get too tired but I commend people Your who do arms it arms get too tired dude I'm not joking you know how you curl away from the face yeah. and you have to hold both arms like I get sore arms that's why I don't curl my hair but uh, Go on. Anyway. Hair curler What expert. a sidetrack. Anyway, the point is I wanted an hour. I didn't get an hour. I got 40 minutes. And I was 40 minutes is ample. No, I've got to, like, with wet hair. Okay. We've been oh, in the okay. ocean. I had to dry the hair, did set the hair, did the hair makeup, then pick the dress and, like, put the jewellery on, all the things. Anyway, it's bloody five minutes before we need to leave and he's not even dressed. And I'm like, what the hell? I didn't say anything. Well, you know, fresh. <laughs> Played it cool. Played it cool. you got to play it cool. Then he chucks on his outfit, chucks his like nice shoes on run some shit through his hair nothing fancy just and he's like, george clooney and he's fucking george clooney <laughs> it's bullshit. and i'm like what the fuck yeah. he's like you look really nice i'm like yeah it <laughs> took me a fucking hour to like cosplay an attractive woman you just like literally rolled out of the shower through something in your hair and you look beautiful it's not fair it's not fair yeah, I, know. I know it's bullshit and there's no universe in which i can do something like that and then like go out for the night you know there is and the universe is comfortable in your relationship status you don't give a fuck yeah mm. see it's because you're in the honeymoon period. You want to impress. You want to go on your date night. And then you want to take cute selfies, which you <laughs> sent me on the weekend, but not share them on your personal Instagram. But then you share some really thirsty thing where it's like a handhold with little a handbag. Little soft launch. It's like, look, I'm dating this guy, but I won't show his face. You did look hot. Thank you. You did. Thank you. Shout so, out. you know, your 40 minutes, you got through it. You delivered, babe. You delivered. Yeah, yeah. I know I delivered. But was it panic I, I stations? I brought it. It's not that. It's just like, it's just another area in which they have it so good. Mm. You know? Mm. I agree. Well, I've got some good news for you, Revs. What's that? Down the track, you will be able to get ready in under 10 minutes. Mm. It's, I wasn't doing it for him, though. I was going to fancy establishments. Yeah, you know, I like and to also, dress up. you were practicing what you preach to Isla. If it makes you feel good, yeah, you've yeah, got to yeah. own it. And you knew you needed a full out. I, I'm impressed you curled your hair. Yeah. I, I know I keep hanging on this point, but for <laughs> me, it's like maximum effort yeah, yeah, yeah. when you do your hair. Mm. Getting a face on for me is already a lot. Yeah. An I effort. Know. Even yesterday, going off to work, I was like, oh my God, like... <laughs> Again, mm. <laughs> I have to put a face on again. again. Like how many years of my life, like how much time of my life have I spent putting on makeup and like, you know, tarting myself up? Honestly. God, uh, do you know, I miss the days when you were young in your early 20s mm. and going out to hit the bars. Mm. It was all about the getting ready. All about it. Everything else that came after that was almost a bit of a letdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you when you've music yes, on, tunes pumping, time in front of the mirror, yep, trying on outfits, swapping scrunchies, <laughs> swapping <laughs> scrunchies. <laughs> as soon as it that left my mouth, I was like, "That's not a thing, Gem." Swapping scrunchies. We had so much time. We would like experiment with eyeshadow. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey, should I do like a winged eye? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I love you know that. What you need blue hair mascara. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh my god, blue hair mascara. I had it was such a moment. Such a moment, but so shit. So shit. So crunchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't have YouTube and Pinterest no, and all the hacks re- then. No, no. We no. get a. We deserve a redo. We should be able to do our teens, our weddings, all the things that we didn't have Pinterest and YouTube for again. Imagine how 
how cool our kids are going to be because of what they have access to. Cool or like debilitatingly insecure. Yeah. <laughs> One or go the other. other way. Yeah. <laughs> One or the other. Hear me with your nuts, bun. Oh, we're there, are we? We are here, darling. I'm gonna hit you with my nuts, bun. Do, do, do. Okay, mine's freezer meals. Ooh. Yeah. So. Remember in lockdown, you could like order from fancy restaurants and that Mm -hmm. was kind of fun and novel. Obviously, we don't really need to do that anymore because if we want to go out to a restaurant, we'll go out to a restaurant. But you know how sometimes you just want to pull something out of the freezer? Yes. But you don't want it to be shit. Like maybe it's Saturday night, kids are in bed and you want something like a bit nice. Yeah. Look, freezer meals, generally speaking, do feel like a downgrade to the average meal. Totally. Why, have you found some bougie yes. freezer meals? Yes. And so I follow Elizabeth Hewson, who does Saturday Night Pasta. Love Lizzie Hewson. She just does this really – she's got amazing cookbooks. Mm-hmm. She does this thing called Saturday Night Pasta where it's like you make the pasta and she's always got this I've got her recipes. book. Yeah. It's, it's all fabulous. About, it's kind of like about – it's almost therapy as well as cooking and sharing food with your loved ones. Anyway, she's just joined this thing called Fix, F-I-X, mm-hmm. and it's like chef – designed cooked meals that are freezer friendly Mm -hmm. and like let me just read you some of the menu quick question yeah is this how is this different to say your dinner ladies it's different because they're they own restaurants they're like restaurateurs oh oh so bougie it's bougie it's like so rather than your homegrown mum and pop wholesome frozen meal no it's more like like, so here we go so elizabeth Houston, one of her things on her menu is saturday night pasta pumpkin and cavolo nero lasagna Okay, fancy. You know? Mm -hmm. That's not your typical lasagna. It's not your Harris Farm lasagna, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you can pair that with her sticky date pudding, her ginger beer sticky date pudding with salted butterscotch sauce. Okay. Hold up, hold up. And it's frozen? It's Yeah. It's all like ready to do at home. Wow. Or what about roast vegetable ragu with pappadelle? Mm. Yum. Is that how you could say it? I don't know. Pappadelle? Papadelle? Papadelle. I've always called it papadelle. That sounds Indian. I know, papadum. Papadum. Papadelle. Are we going to get cancelled from this whole episode? Probably, I'm sorry. Um, Anyway, Fix. Uh, It's fixdining.com.au and there's like lots of restaurateurs on there and you can order and it gets delivered to your home. Very, very excited to eat these meals. So would you batch order yeah I mean I've done I did an order last night Mm -hmm. just to stock my freezer so that when I'm at home on a Saturday night kids are in bed but I'm not going out I can like open a bottle of red and have like a nice meal you know love that with myself I've had no time to cook I have no husband around to cook yeah I know this is my vibe train and I need to jump on jump on (laughs) all about the vibe train I'm just gonna leave you out to dry there babe hit me with your nuts bun have I got a not spawn for you? Right. Full disclosure, this is a hatchery business hey. and it's one I am fucking proud of. Yes. It's called Sunday Living Co. Oh, I've seen them. Yes. Created by one of our beautiful hatchlings. It is the most beautiful brand for starters. The dreamy color palette. Mm-hmm. Beautiful neutrals. Now it's picnic rugs. Nice. But not just your standard picnic rugs. Okay. They're big size. Nice. This is the pro- I don't understand the point of a small picnic rug. No. I really don't. Picnic for one. <laughs> yeah. I like give me jumbo. Yeah. You know, I want to fit my family plus someone else's whole family on and there. And food. Exactly. But the designs mm. are gorgeous. Cool. So I just bought and ordered. It's all on pre-order. Everything gets delivered November, December. But I just pre-ordered the cornflower blue color and I ordered it specifically for Cabba House because nice. I thought we don't have a picnic rug yes. up there. Yes. And it's kind of retro vibes. But she's got a blush pinky color one and then a sand colored one with these really cool symbols on them. Anyway, they're beautiful quality. They're Waterproof? 
waterproof underneath. Yep. But then the top is quilted fabric. So it's not that crunchy waterproof feel. It's really soft on top. Machine washable, all the things. Anyway, beautiful design. Sunday Living Co. Highly recommend. And I'm just, you know, I just love supporting new business. Like it takes such courage to create something and put it out in the world and hope that you're not met with crickets. You know, you just hope, fuck, I hope someone buys my product. And it's such a huge fear for anyone launching any business. And I'm I'm here to support her. The, The thing is, Lots of people launch businesses, but every now and then there's just a product that mm. I'm like, I am your ideal customer avatar. Yep. Hit me up with yep. that. Yep. Totally. Like serve me up all the ads for this beautiful picnic yes. rug. We all need a bloody picnic rug. We all do. And we're coming up into summer and it's yes. the perfect time. Would be a fabulous Christmas gift. present. I was going to say, yep. great gift. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Oh my God. Amazing. Um, I love you. I love you too, Dad. Hey, does that count as me meeting Americano? Nah. Because I spoke to him on the phone. you got to give him a hug. Yeah. It's a hug. Oh, my God. He's, he's really American, isn't he? He's like really going to hug. Is he bring a good hugger? Here. He's yeah, a great he, hugger. Does he say bring it in? No. Like Maybe. from uh, Encanto? <laughs> bring it in, bring it in. Bring it in, bring it in. His kids are too old for it. He doesn't know Encanto. Such a shame. <gasps> I'm like, time for dinner. He's like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> DLs. But wait, wait, wait. You Sorry. can't wrap it up yet. I'm Why doing not? a triathlon next week. Oh my God. The triathlon that Revs regrets signing up I to. Have, I have, I, I'm not sleeping over it. I'm like, I don't know why. I just can't train enough. I'm <laughs> just like, life is busy and I'm babe, not. Babe, babe, I know. I've got a week. <laughs> also, when have you ever trained I know. for any sport? I know, I know, I know. But like, guys, you've got to help me out. Like, I'm doing this for my beautiful sister. There is no one else in the world I would do this for. I'm going to swim bloody 2Ks in the ocean, whatever the conditions, and race. I'm going to race other human beings who actually are fit and can do this. I'm showing up for my sissy because she's the best human in the world and we are raising money to try and get a cure for MS, which is a debilitating, invisible disease that mostly attacks women in the prime of their lives. Such an important cause. So important. They're so close to understanding this disease. It's a really tricky one. It's a neurological disease, mm. but that it affects the, the body. body. Like it's it's really tricky, but they're really onto things mm. and they just need it's funding. Like, it's like they're on the precipice. They really are. They just need a boost of cash yeah. to just really get them over the line. This is really timely because I don't know if you saw, but Selma Blair yeah. was on the Dancing with the Stars yeah. in the US yeah. and she had to pull out because yeah. she had an MRI and there were concerns around her bone density and yeah. all that stuff. And anyway, she's a huge inspiration and she's launched a documentary Yeah, and that gives you crazy insight into life with MS. Yeah. And it is debilitating and yep. awful and completely destroys lives. And we do need to find a cure for this. Yeah, we so, really, really do. Look, Revs may or may not finish the triathlon. I may drown. She may not participate. I'm going to do it. She's going to I'm going to show up. I have committed. You have. I keep daydreaming about ways I can get out of it that would like raise more money. But no, guys, you've got to make me do it. So like if you can... And you're looking for something to support this month, this year. Please support me and my sister and my cousin. Do the Noosa Triathlon next week. Tell the DLs where we can donate. So there's a link in the show notes. Also, we'll chuck it on Instagram. It'll be all over my socials. I've kind of saved it up. I don't like to like... 
ask for a long time. So yeah. I'm going to go really hard next week. But if you can support this cause far out, make sure I don't chicken out. Like if, if everyone donates, then I won't be able to pull out of this race, right? I'll have to show up and do it. So, uh, yeah. You know what, DLs? There's a pretty big growing community of you. Even if you just donate a couple of bucks. Yeah. We understand the economic situation at the moment is totally. not great for everyone. But even just $5. It's a tax deduction, y'all. Yeah. You get a tax deduction. So it's almost free. You know, just take it off your tax debt. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> anyway, if you can, come and support me and my sissy um, as we... She's got it. She's doing it so much harder. Like, she's the one with MS and she's doing the bike leg. Like, she's is she a cyclist? No. no. Has she got ever had one of those bikes, those road bike? What are they even called? I don't the know. The race bikes. The fancy race no, bikes. No, she just borrowed one a couple of weeks ago and she's been training. You know, she's wearing padded shorts because she's like, fuck, my vagina hurts from this biking. I'm like, yeah, well, that's your leg. You know what? That's worth a $5 donation. Seriously. Let's Absolutely. get behind her. She's let's like, get behind she's her. She's seriously concerned for her well-being <laughs> doing that don't leg of the race. Her. Anyway, we're going to do it. We're showing up. We're pushing ourselves to, uh, you know, try and inspire some donations. So if you can... Come support us. All right, DLs, thank you for hanging out with us and letting, love and letting us earworm your ears. Ew. We will be back in your ears. <laughs> How many times <laughs> am I going to say ears? Ears! To sign out this podcast. But we'll be back in your ears on Friday with the Bestie Hotline. And for those of you who are subscribed, our DNM's episode drops next Sunday. We got a juicy one on Sunday. Love you. Ta-ta for now. Bye.